Podcasters Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. In my darkness, set me free. And I hear the Spirit calling me. Hello, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman of Westside Christian Fellowship. Because pastoring can be difficult, challenging, and exhausting, Pastors Unplugged is specifically designed to encourage those in pastoral ministry. I hope you enjoy this episode of Pastors Unplugged. Thank you for this episode of Pastors Unplugged. This is where I talk primarily to pastors and those in Christian leadership. Obviously, though, anyone is welcome to listen in and glean some insight from this. But today's topic is going to be one on which, um, well, two things happen. Number one, we don't take it seriously and pay the price for it. Or number two, there are those who can get too extreme in this area. Or number three, we really don't think the Bible has much to say about it. So we can kind of just, you know, not really make it a top priority in our life. And that obviously is pastors and their physical health and fitness, pastors and physical health and fitness. So let me back up a little bit. As most of you know, I was a district manager for 24-hour fitness in my 20s, late 20s. Uh, that really experience is what brought me back to the Lord, focusing on everything but God, and um, really had a desire for this area of health and fitness for two reasons, primarily. Number one is, I think it's important. I think it's important for us to take care of this incredible gift known as the human body that God has given us and being the temple of the Holy Spirit, realizing that uh, it is very, very important on everything from, you know, drugs, alcohol, fitness, what we consume, what we don't consume, um, checkups and exercise. And I mean, you name it. To me, it has to do with wisdom. You know, it's just wise. Obviously, I don't know anyone would miss this to take care of, of a gift that God has given you. Uh, what gift if somebody gives you a gift and you're just going to throw it in the trash, it doesn't make any sense. So, and then also the second thing is, uh, early on, uh, you know, I did take a lot of, um, performance enhancing drugs from Sustanon, like Sustanon 250, Deca, Decadurabolin, Equipoise, Anavar, Anadrol, um, different things, growth hormones and different things in my, it was idolatry for me. So want to definitely be careful of that as well. That can happen for those on the other side of this. You know, just have to weigh out your food perfectly. You have to eat perfectly. And that can be hard in ministry because I remember sitting down with the homeless uh, at, at our homeless ministry and having some fried chicken and then the next night some pizza. And normally I wouldn't do that. But, you know, um, now there are those. Uh, and here's why it's difficult. There are those who really don't compromise much. Uh, they just... They just hold to their diet. And even in those types of settings, they'll just pass or maybe fast or have salad or something. And, and to them, their personal discipline, uh, it far outweighs whether they offend someone or not. And I don't think not eating with someone is going to offend someone, especially in America. So, you know, I, I respect that. Uh, but also the, the point I'm trying to get to is I saw so many lives radically change. Type 2 diabetes gone. Even cancer tumors shrink. Uh, weight loss, which re resulted in uh, cardiovascular uh, strength improving, blood pressure decreasing, heart disease de decreasing, uh, energy increasing. And you, you see, wow, 
I saw firsthand thousands of people. I don't know how many people came through our doors. I know uh, personally, when I was uh, doing memberships, I sold over 10,000 memberships to people. And then obviously oversaw our personal training programs and talked to countless clients and members. And boy, the results were incredible. Uh, and I'm going to have a, a health seminar, hopefully at our church, because I think it's an important part of, of taking care of our body. And everyone uses the scripture, hey, Shane, didn't you know that bodily, pro bodily exercise profits little? It's spiritual exercise. It's really important. And well, a couple things. Number one, you're taking that out of context. The whole context is uh, that the spiritual health of the soul is vastly more important than anything we can do physically. That's the context. Now, notice how it says there is a benefit. There is a benefit to physical exercise, especially while we're here on earth. And because this is having to do with pastors, uh, and I can just tell you from my own experience, I mean, I've, I've fluctuated. Um, I, I'm 6'2", right now about 225 pounds. Ideally, I should be about 185 uh, people say, oh, no, you look too skinny, you look too sick. Well, that's healthy. You look at 19, photos of the 1940s and 50s, that was healthy. We've overindulged. And um, and I can tell how it does affect me, my energy, my preaching. And when I fast, it makes an incredible difference um, in, in, in what we do. But you can get too carried away. You know, if you're putting in the gym, uh, going to the gym too often, you're doing, you know, hour bike rides all the time, and it's always about health and fitness, and you're neglecting your your duty as a pastor, then, uh, you know, that's got to be reined in and prioritized much, much better. So my point in doing this is to um, let you know that you might want to really consider uh, your physical health and fitness. Here's why, too. Discipline in this area flows into discipline in all other areas. So when we're lazy in this area, when we can become gluttonous in this area, eat too much, drink too much, it begins to affect all areas of our life. Our personal devotion with the Lord is fractured and harmed. Our, our daily walk with him, walk in the spirit, so you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We don't do that as well because we've, we've caved in. We've basically bowed our knee to King's stomach. And with just laziness. And so even the, the dynamics of, you know, you can study kinesiology and the dynamics of how the body is designed. It's designed to move and to be active. And so you got to watch it. You know, all you need is 20 minutes of cardio twice a week. No, we were designed to move and move quite a bit. You know, Jesus, how many thousands of miles did Jesus walk in the disciples in early church? So I think we just need to keep that in mind that we are created to be physically active uh, and I'm not going to go into a lot here because it'd take a while, but how were we designed also with eating uh, the foods we consume? Our primary diet should always be life-giving food, life-giving food that brings life to the body. One example, now I don't do this all the time. I, I'm not a perfect example of this, but I just cooked a huge squash, Brussels, Brussels sprouts, and, a, and a, a whole sweet potato last night, maybe, you know, 400, 500 calories and a big chocolate shake, plant-based shake for dinner. And that really satisfied me. Uh, and I felt better uh, when I do that. I don't have to feel like taking a nap. I don't have to have, you know, these crashes. And that's what happens is we get up and we have our black cup of strong caffeine, which is a central nervous stimulant. 
And uh, it really, I mean, jacks us up for the rest of the day as far as blood sugar levels, um, depending on what studies you read. Be careful where you get your studies too. A lot of these studies come from uh, places that don't have your best interest in mind and they pay for the study in order to debunk the truth about their product that is not healthy. So that's a side note. Uh, and I studied that many years ago, about 20 years ago, working on my first book, What Works When Diets Don't. Um, and so focusing on life-giving food, something in the plants, uh, it's called phytochemicals, uh, the enzymes, the vitamins, the minerals from the vitamin C, the vitamin uh, E's, and the, I mean, some of these are in fat and soluble, fat soluble and in animal protein. There are some, you know, that you would uh, benefit from with a little bit of animal protein. You know, if I do that, it's just not sparingly, um, but there's just too much research showing the benefits of a plant, whole plant-based diet, not vegan, where you can eat Oreo cookies because it's not animal. It's it's just, uh, and I believe God gave us uh, in the animal for consumption. I talked about that in my books on feasting and fasting, not going to go into detail here. I would just say with the um, insulin-like growth hormone factor, the IGF-1 that they're finding, they're studying the re they're related to sugar, they're showing the hormones and the pesticides and the ge genetically modified food in the, in the, in the, uh, in the animal that the animals are eating. It's just dairy and meat is not that healthy. So if it's at all, I would just really minimize it, even fish and, and things like that. But anyway, if you want, you can find my health seminar. I'm going to give that May 21st, 2022, May 21st, 2022, and should go into a lot more detail. But my point here is pastors and their physical health. Yes, you need to start taking it much more seriously. If you don't know where to start, as they say, start somewhere. Uh, eating an elephant starts with the first bite. So what I would do if you're just coming into this is you, you begin something called intermittent fasting. I believe it's, it's somewhat biblical because you're disciplining the body. So you just, you can miss your first meal, maybe your second meal. And people say, I can't cause my blood sugar levels. Well, that's my problem was my problem as well until I found out I was really just addicted to sugar. So yeah, when my sugar goes low, my, my insulin goes low. So anyway, I would just encourage you maybe the first meal, begin to train your body, begin to just eat healthy God given food begin to exercise more, begin to just walk places instead of, you know, drive your car. How far is your church? Can you walk sometimes? Can you park at the end of the mall parking, uh, the mall shopping center? Or do you need a spot right in front? And then, I mean, you end up walking half mile sometimes uh, and you, you just begin to move more. You're more active. You turn off the media, you get outside with your kids or your grandkids and you begin to move. You get them, be, begin more active and you're not going to, you know, look like you want to look overnight. And I don't think we need to be focused on that per se. However, uh, the, 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 as the body changes, people are going to notice. And it's, and what I look at it as, as physical and spiritual health, they run parallel. So as I'm doing good spiritually, obviously I'm talking to those who, who can do this. I know there's some in wheelchairs or, or bedridden. Obviously I'm not talking about that group of people. I'm assuming you would, the listener would understand that. But the, the, the spiritual and the physical run parallel. You know, when I'm taking care of my body spiritually, I want to take care of my body physically. And you see some of the, the well-known pastors, I, I don't want to name them now, but, you know, they understand. Some of these guys are in their 70s and 80s. Uh, they've taken care of their body. You don't see a lot of obese pastors uh, that have made it very long. And, uh, and I've got sympathy for that. Man, if I don't watch it, you know, I'm right there with you. But we have to understand that it is, it's gluttony. And it affects our walk with the Lord. It affects our preaching. Uh, we've got to do what we can, even if it takes you a year. Where are you going to be next year in this area? So I think it's vitally important. I think it's something we have to look at. 
So when it comes to the pastor and their physical health and fitness, I'm all for it. I think some major changes need to be taken. Begin to incorporate fasting into your weekly routine. Begin to incorporate intermittent fasting, healthy eating, and oh, I don't see any results. You're right. It take it took years to put this on. It's going to take some time, possibly months, to get it off. Uh, don't rule out you know a, a, a significant fast. Uh, do your research on it, of course. And again, it's. People say, well, we don't fast for physical reasons. Well, no, normally fasting is for spiritual reasons, but there's nothing wrong with fasting sometimes for physical reasons, just like we would make wise choices on, I'm not going to choose those donuts. I'm going to choose an apple. I'm not going to choose um, this fast food. I'm going to choose cooking my own dinner tonight. And we make wise choices. That's just wisdom. So I think it's an overlooked area. We don't talk about it. Uh, at seminary much. In the seminaries, we don't talk about it from the pulpit. It's kind of like, you know, no big deal. But And also we need to think, why are we serving dozens and dozens and dozens of donuts and coffee to members who 90% of them don't need it? It's really hurting and harming their health. Uh, so just a lot of things to consider. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to get too extreme on, on these issues, but I also want to speak the truth, speak the truth in love. And I, I think we need to be careful in harming our congregants and um, what, what can we do to, to, to improve their health, not hurt their health? And I think that's important as well. So anyway, it was kind of a short episode today, pastors and their physical health. However, you also have to realize that when your physical health is overpowering your spiritual health, in other words, it's all focused on the physical and you're dying spiritually, you need to readjust that. I remember hearing of a pastor a couple of years ago in my area, um, who was in the gym all the time. And you could tell, man, he was, he was, um, he, you could tell he's worked out. But his marriage fell apart and the church fell apart. It closed, uh, closed down. And he was too much into that. We, we see that also. Some, some guys, uh, some of these guys on TV, you know, it's got to make sure they roll up their shirt and sleeves and got this tight shirt on and look at, look at my muscles. And, you know, that's not the right approach either. So, you know, either extreme is not healthy to the body. Uh, but I think it needs to be an area of focus. I don't think pastors should be taking performance enhancing drugs or, or perform. I mean, if you get on creatine, which creatine is really a cell volumizer, it volumizes the, the cell size and really loads us with water and you'll, you'll appear larger. And, and um, but that's dangerous as well. Uh, I remember there's a black pastor on TV. I don't remember his name, Eddie Long. I think Eddie Long, you could tell he really worked out a lot, but I think the ministry kind of collapsed. Um, and so, you got to find that balance because on one hand, you know, brother, it's just about spiritual things. No, you're hurting your body. You don't have time to go to the hospital visits. You don't have time and energy to really invest into your people. You're tired a lot. That's why you can only do one service, maybe two services a day, uh, maybe only two for the whole week because you're run down. Gosh, what would Wesley and Whitfield tell us, you know, 12, 15 sermons a week? And uh, if you look at how they were, none of those guys other than D.L. Moody and, and Spurgeon were, were, were kind of um, large. Uh, and at least if you read their bios and, and pictures and things like that, not necessarily obese, but, you know, just large men. And I think uh, it's either vice versa. I think um, Moody would chide Spurgeon on his cigars and Spurgeon would say something about his eating. And so, but you don't really see that. I mean, I can look at the Welsh revivals and and New Hebrides revivals and America's Great Awakenings and and uh, just the people were not obese. Um, and and you might say, well, I'm not obese. Yeah, but if you're if you're you know 25, 30 pounds over what your ideal weight is, that's that's something you really got to look at. So anyway, hope this episode helped. And uh, if you have any questions about this, make sure you can you make sure you email us at, at idol, shaneidleman.com.
shaneidleman.com. Just let us know. It's a, it's a question for Pastors Unplugged. I also post Idleman Unplugged here as well. That's more of a general, um, general podcast for those who are not pastors and leaders. And then also I, my books on feasting and fasting and, and health and fitness, they're all free downloads at the church website, westsidechristianfellowship.org. Again, that's westsidechristianfellowship.org. You can download those books for free. Obviously, you can find them on different platforms and, and different platforms do charge a little bit, but we've decided to make them all free uh, for your download enjoyment at our church website. All right, so hope that helps. additional support, you can visit my website, shaneidleman.com, where I will also write about many of the topics that we will be discussing. Sermons and free downloads of my books are also available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these eBooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.